Hi, friends. Happy New Year 2023. I am Kirsten. Hello. Happy New Year's 2023. <laughs> I am Joshua. Hi. Happy New Year's 2020. I don't like this. I'm Kyla. Oh, and this is the weird and suspicious. <laughs> That's weird. What is your favorite meal? Breakfast, lunch, or dinner? What do you mean by favorite meal? Like, if you were to go out to eat for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, what one would it be? Breakfast. Same. Yeah. I really like going out to eat for breakfast. I love going out for breakfast. I fucking also love breakfast so much. Yeah, no. I used to go out to eat with my father a ton for breakfast. Oh, yeah. And, uh, but now for the most part, I will go with one of my friends out to eat a lot. How come you don't go with him anymore? With my father? Yeah. Uh, no particular reason other than when I was in my schedule at the time, it was a lot easier for me to go to, like, breakfast at 10 a.m. rather than going to like a breakfast place at i'll go with my one friend on rare occasions and we like meet at the place when they open at like seven okay and so like father's retired he does not really get up that early and i don't really want to get up that early so i feel that how would you feel about driving to holland to go out to breakfast with me i'd be down (gasps) yeah Depending on uh, if it was a non-work day. We can go on a weekend. Fuck yeah. I have been wanting to go, but I don't know anyone that wants to travel to Holland, even from Grand Rapids, just to get breakfast. Why Holland? Because they that's where DeBoer's is at, and it's my favorite breakfast place in the world. Oh, okay. No, I'd be down. I, I'm debating uh, trying... Well... I'm probably going to go visit one of my friends soon um, that lives in Detroit to binge watch a show. I can't remember when the season starts, but somewhere around what like show? March. Does they have uh, Showtime? Yellow Jackets. It is oh. Showtime. It is a very good show. And season two and three were already confirmed. So Hell yeah. It is pretty hype. But anyway, there's a breakfast place that I went to when I was visiting another friend in Detroit. That's more like downtown that was close to her apartment. But I'm hoping that like we can go there and get breakfast because it was so fucking good. I'll be in Detroit on the 21st. Hmm. <laughs> well, let me know. I'll let you know. We'll, okay, we'll down your location and share it with the listeners. Exactly. What is the stupidest movie or TV show you've ever seen? What is that one where they go into the boat into the cave and they go into an alternate reality and the guy Chaka is there and he's like a monkey slash person? What? Oh, with Will Ferrell? Yeah, what is that movie? I just watched it not that long ago. I watched it a couple months ago. What the fuck? Is is it a newer movie? Mm -mm. Oh, it's real stupid. Oh, it's so good. It is good, but it's stupid as fuck. Was it stupid or weird? Both. Okay. 
the weirdest movie Land I've ever lost. seen. Land of the Lost. I actually yeah. think I know what you're talking about. Is yeah. it? And like well, the one dude ends up like staying and becoming yeah. part of their tribe. Yeah. Yeah. And the monkey's like, all the women are ugly and they're in love with me. And then he goes, and all the women are hot as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, he got banned for the simple crime of shitting in the city well. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's kind of rude. People got to drink that water. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> kind of rude. We uh, we frown upon that. What's yours, Josh? Oh, the weirdest the weirdest movie was Neon Demon, and that was just a fucking trip from beginning to end. And I went and saw that in theaters. And I should have known by the fact that it was only showing in, like, one theater that it was going to be weird oh. as fuck. Yeah, but I've watched like, that, too. It was real weird. Yeah, it's just, like, a girl that's entering the modeling industry, and so, like, it shows how, like, that's kind of fucked. But it goes, like, real weird. Like, real, like... I don't know... Yeah, it's Ellie Fanning, who is, like, decently popular but yeah which is a really weird fucking movie that is a really weird movie i would agree with that for sure this one's not stupid but it's really weird uh a clockwork orange i agree that movie is really fucking weird i think i should rewatch it i want to rewatch it it's a yeah i i don't even know if i've actually seen the whole movie all the way through i haven't seen it coherently so i do want to rewatch it where i'm coherent enough to understand what's happening it's it's just very strange we were talking also, about it when I came to visit yeah if it's we're like, talking about movies that we saw like inebriated mandy <laughs> is crazy too mandy i also think candy is and i didn't see that inebriated mandy. but i see it as a child and it was real weird that's the uh is that the one where they're like heroin addicts yeah with heath ledger yeah, yeah as a that, child, it, it's, it's a really good movie watch. it is really sad though it is a good movie but when you are seven years old it is not a great yeah movie to watch. no incorrect <laughs> what is the one you said uh mandy it's a mandy. nick cage movie it got really well reviewed on rotten tomatoes i couldn't tell you a single fucking thing that happened in that movie i don't i don't like nick cage I, I do hey, and only specific like things. So we have Mandy and we have Clockwork Orange. Uh, we have to watch The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Why? What is that? And it is a my favorite, one of my favorite movies, by far my favorite Nick Cage movies. Uh, and it is Nick Cage playing himself. Oh, I've seen and it that. Is hilarious. But yeah, my friends group was doing like watching just a shit ton of Nick Cage movies. We would watch like one or two every weekend. And uh then that movie was like announced and came out. And so we had seen a lot of them because they make references to a lot of his movies. But it was just it was a fucking trip. It was a good movie, but it was weird as fuck. Do you prefer to go to the movies or watch movies at home? 
I like going to the movies. I agree. I think it depends on, like, what movie. I also agree. Have you seen those bartenders that, like, slap The Hurricanes? Yeah. 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 Yeah, Perfect. I want one of those. I want one so bad. I don't. Oh, I would love it. It's so hilarious. That'd be so funny. Mm, No. It would be so funny. Absolutely not. You don't like just having a little bit of pain? I would love to be the person hitting everyone. I would love to hit people. I don't want to be a hit. You want me to slap you? Yes. No. Absolutely. Okay. What is your go-to? Cooking, delivery, or going out to eat? Uh, delivery. <laughs> I'm going to choose going out to eat because I love looking cute. There's like some things that I like to cook and like sometimes I feel good about myself if I make some fancy food for myself. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. But like in this moment right now, cooking, delivery, or going out to eat. I literally ordered delivery like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> I feel like there's only one thing I can I've answer. been contemplating ordering delivery, so I feel you. Yeah, I did order delivery earlier today. <sighs> All of us have had the food delivered within the last 24 hours. I did have chicken tenders Wait, delivered what? to my work, and the delivery guy ate half of my fries and stole my sauces. What? <laughs> yeah. What lives do you guys live? Like... <laughs> Sometimes I don't understand. Like, I've had orders just, like, not show up. Like, they've just been canceled completely. He was 40 minutes late. I was missing half of my fries and all of my sauces were gone. So I assumed he just ate them with the sauce. It's a a good assumption. But it's just, like... (laughs) How does this happen to you? What, and he what was, did you do in a past life? He like, was, given you all where of do you work? Even though I put it in the description of where I work and to drop it off 20 minutes later, after I was supposed to receive my order, was like, where do you work? And I was like, I work here, but it also is in the delivery instructions, sir. Dude was and then I got gone. like maybe 20 fries if I was lucky and no sauce. Counting the number of fries is very weird. I didn't count them. I'm I'm estimating. But I showed everyone at work, and they were like, that guy stole half your fries. They were like, yeah, that's definitely 20 fries. And when I ordered from there, I got 53. So. (laughs) I'm really hungry. Don't say these things. We talking about the Oak Island money pit. Money pit. Yeah, so, like, Oak Island Money Pit or Oak Island Mystery, um, but there is some commentary, like, that is directly for a video that's linked to it, so I need to make sure I get past that. So, they talked about the curse of Oak Island, uh, on the History Channel. It was, like, a series, but, uh... It's in Nova Scotia, and the mystery in question that's linked to this island is a legend that there's big treasure buried there, and since the 19th century, explorers have tried to locate it, but 
they still haven't found it. They have found, like, some interesting artifacts and stuff that were buried there, but the main treasure that is said to be there has never been found. And there's been theories that... Do you know what, what the main tre- treasure is supposed to be? Money. Okay. Theories say that the island could be home to a massive pirate treasure. Um, the Holy Grail, Shakespearean manuscripts, or the Ark of the Covenant. The Holy Grail? The Holy Ark of the Covenant. Holy Grail. It's just supposed to be, like, pirate treasure, but pretty much like gold money. The Holy Grail is above all money. The Holy Grail it is. Mm -hmm. So... Not only is there a mystery, but there's also a curse, hence the name of the History Channel series. It's Holy totally Grail. I don't know what the name was. I missed that. Anyway, legend says that seven men will die searching for the treasure before it's found, and to date, there's been six men that have died. So, Josh, we're going to need you to... I'm going. I'm already on my way. Perfect. Thank you. So there's endless theories to what type of treasure could be on the island and how it got there, but the William Phipps theory has many convinced with hard evidence supporting the claim. The theory recently broken down by writer and history buff Hammerson Peters. Uh, The video sources much of its information from the book Oak Island and its Lost Treasure which first presented the convincing conspiracy. So the theory, as presented by the Peters, goes something like this. William Phipps was a successful 17th century explorer with his expeditions funded by the English. When King James II came into power in 1685, the Catholic king was wildly unliked by the Protestant majority including political leaders and aristocrats. Simply put, they wanted to overthrow him. An enemy of King James II, who fled to Holland when the king came to power, convinced King William III of the Netherlands, who was Protestant, to join forces with the English to overthrow King James II. All King William III needed was money to fund the war. Here's where the treasure and Phipps comes in. In a previous expedition funded by English aristocrats, Phipps found a Spanish shipwreck loaded with treasure. So him and his crew recovered about four million in today's currency on the first loot of the wreck. Upon his return to England, the rogue Protestants convinced Phipps to go back with an increased crew from Holland and steal more treasure to fund the invasion. After all, Phipps had his own problems with King James II, who wouldn't let Massachusetts self-govern even after Phipps gifted him boatloads of treasure. After looting the wrecked ship a second time, the crew from Holland sailed back to the Netherlands with silver coins to fund the invasion, which was successful in overthrowing King James II in 1688. 
but Phipps and his crew went to hide the rest of the treasure for safekeeping on Oak Island. There, his crew dug the infamous money pit. Theory has it that while digging, an underground cavern gave way, flooding the pit with water and leaving the treasure in a precarious and unretrievable state. So what you're saying is we need to go look for this treasure. Yeah. Well, no, someone else needs to die first. No, 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 no. If we all go together, I can die and you two can still get the treasure. Good point. Like I think like the seventh in the group has to die. Good point. Can we bring an extra person so Josh doesn't have to die? Incorrect. No. I veto that decision. No no. Josh can die. Thank you. Okay. I got I got I got you, buddy. You don't worry. So, Phipps and his men sealed the money pit and went to inform England of the big problem. Secret engineering squads were deployed to the island many times but couldn't retrieve the treasure. By the 1750s, the British crown decided if they couldn't have the treasure, no one can. So, they booby-trapped the island, creating shafts They booby-trapped it! Yeah. But shafts and flood tunnels modern day explorers have since discovered but still no one's gotten the treasure do we know how the other six people died is that further in the story it's it's not added let me look real quick it looks like um they drown oh that makes sense but i'm not sure because this says that this i think this is only talking about a couple of them but i'm gonna assume like people trying to get it just because like the pit flooded with water. I'm going to assume that people even trying to get it probably drown. That makes sense. Especially, like, if people are, like, just searching in underwater caves. Like... Yeah. People die in caves all the time. The movie's The Jungle Cruise. Oh, I've heard about that. So, I have two more uh, Backwoods stories. Three more, uh, technically... But then that third one is probably going to be the last one that I get from the source that I'm using. So I will only read it if we need extra time. Anywho. So. This is a story from the Oklahoma, from the woods in Oklahoma. So this encounter happened many years ago when I was very young. It was in 2001 or 2002. And I was 11 or 12 at the time. My uncle was interested in purchasing some land near Red Oak, Oklahoma. I don't know exactly where, but there were several acres in a remote area. My father, mother, and myself decided to accompany him one Saturday night to scope out the property. From our home, it was a little over a three-hour drive. Um, And upon arrival, I remember being very underwhelmed by the place. There wasn't really any houses near it. There wasn't any like signs of life except for a couple of birds that were in the area and the wooded area wasn't exactly what i would call picturesque can't call anything picturesque because i don't know how to pronounce the fucking word (laughs) Um, but i feel like a wooded area is some wooded areas just look like dog shit okay like sometimes you can go to a place and it's like still woods but, like, 
it doesn't feel homey isn't the right word but yeah exactly it just kind of feels like disheveled somehow already but um anyway they ended up parking or we parked our car off of the road to go explore the woods a little my uncle was talking about buying land the land for hunting which wasn't really my cup of tea as we walked through the woods, it was a very nice day, but still something felt off. Everyone in our group remarked about the eerie feeling, but my dad and uncle seemed to just laugh it off. My mom had had goosebumps and kept looking over her shoulder, which made me on edge too. She was very insistent that it was weird and that she wanted to leave, saying that it felt like she was being watched. After a bit of hiking, I noticed that there was a small red building. Um, I've seen bigger storage sheds in like the suburbs, but they did look well-built. My uncle had said there was nothing about it on the listing, so we went to peek inside. The door was open, and inside there were open cans of food, a ratty blanket on the floor, and it stunk unlike anything I'd ever smelled before. Dead people. It... Yeah. When someone says like smelled like nothing I've sm- never smelled before, it's, it's always dead dunk. people. Yeah, it's almost always dead people. Dead people smell bad, though. They can't help it. They smell different <laughs> than, like, dead deer or dead raccoons. Dead humans smell differently. I just, do they just smell, like, super differently? I heard that they do. I smell that there's, like, or, and I haven't smelled. Sorry. <laughs> they smell not that bad when i smelled it it wasn't that bad i did just kill the person though so it hadn't been sitting there that long (laughs) no i've heard that they smell a little bit sweeter but still like death if that that description makes me uncomfortable the sickly sweet i've heard that saying a lot but that's the scent that you don't smell in animals that you do smell in humans I've heard. Do you think it's like a biological response? Just like, ah, this is the same species as me? I feel like a big part of the sweet smell is hormones when we're dying. And I don't know if there's any science behind that. I'm purely just making that up. But it makes sense in my brain. It sounds like a good guess. (laughs) It does. (laughs) To your body's opposite of a defense mechanism. It's like, please eat me. (laughs) <laughs> not even Opposite that of a defense mechanism. it's like it does Eat smell me, bad dead. it smells bad but there is also a sweetness to the bad smell that there isn't when like a raccoon or a deer dies it's it's there's They're a like, sweeter mm, smell to it it smells like a gingerbread house that's why that's why Just when people are like that's why when people smell taste. dead bodies when they have never smelled a dead body they're like i've never smelled a dead body but that is a dead body smell because it's mm, such it a specific sweet. smell so that's not the same as the other body animals. farm and yeah. just see how it smells. The waiting list is like five yeah. years long, so good yeah. fucking luck. But I'll if you get in, I want to go with you. Fine. I'll go what? be a body. What do you mean? Why? Yeah, no the the body farm. It takes for like so many people have. You have a better chance of getting in there when you die than I have a better chance line. of killing somebody. And <laughs> yeah, just... what are you talking about? The body farm. It's There's, like where they like find out like it's how they find out how, 
how long people have been dead in certain environments. So, like, I'm gonna, I'm not a donor on my license because I'm gonna donate my body to science when I die. And whether it's the body farm or whatever it is, like, so the body farm specifically takes people after they die immediately and put them in certain environments to see how their body decomposes over time to where they're like, oh, in the in the tundra this is how their body is after so long to kind of give them a better idea of like timing when they find bodies in certain environments so like if you find someone in a water in this temperature that's how they can tell how long versus in the tundra how they can tell how long does that make sense yeah yeah so that's the body farm And you can go visit it? You can, but the wait list is so long, you have more of a chance of being a body in the body farm than visiting the body farm alive. That's wild. And you can go and see decomposing bodies when you go and visit it. It is is wild, and I feel like it's such a specific type of person that wants to go and see that. I would love and go and see it, and I feel like we all would love and go and see it. I feel like most people would not like to go see it. Probably not. I feel like we are the exception. It looks like they don't even offer tours anymore. Probably since co- since COVID. I they probably shut it down and they never started it back up. I'm sure. That's how Which makes sense. Out. They said, like, if we entertained all people that wanted to visit, we would never be able to do research. Which it, makes sense. It does make sense because so many people want to visit because it is such an extraordinary thing. Because people are fucking weird. Like... I agree, but also I'm one of those weird people. Same. But also, <laughs> it, it's still a little bit weird. It is. I don't disagree. But okay. Anyway, following finding the uh, the definitely a dead body house, um, we all agreed that it would be best to go back to the car, just in case there was like some crazy hermit living in the woods, and they would rather not be found out by him. The only issue is that they had walked pretty far into the woods, and now they weren't entirely sure which direction was correct. The eerie feeling really ramped up, and we were all on edge. We had ended up trekking another mile before we finally found the road, but we were a lot further down from where we had parked the car. Um, Walking down the road, we came across a truly unsettling sight. Right in the middle of the asphalt was a dark gray cat on fire. What? I have no idea why a cat was out in the middle of nowhere or how it came to be killed and set alight. But it had obviously just happened and there was no one else in sight. On fire? On fire. (gasps) My heart. Hopefully, for the cat's sake, it was, it was killed beforehand, which I would assume it was. I but would hope. Somebody killed the cat and lit it on fire in the road, and I wonder if they, like, knew, like, if it's somebody that had seen them and was just like, well, That's so creepy. You, took, you showed up in my murder barn, and now I'm upset. Damn. <laughs> Um, don't kill they, animals, guys. They bad. don't kill animals, please. Just don't I feel like we shouldn't have to tell you that. 
Um, they ended up running the rest of the way to their car, and when they got there, there was a huge scratch in the paint all down the side of it from hood to trunk. Thankfully, that was the only damage, and they were able to start it without any trouble, and they just drove away as fast as they could. Um, needless to say, my uncle did not buy the land, and I'll always remember this terrifying encounter. But, like anything over time, I just kind of sort of pushed it back to my mind, and it seemed to be one of those odd moments you occasionally retell at family get-togethers. Um... But the reason that they're sharing it is that they had been reminded of it from a BuzzFeed Unsolved thing where they talked about a family that had disappeared in the same area while also looking for land for sale. It's the disappearance of the Jameson family. And they had died in the same area where... Um, they they were looking for land about seven years after they had made the trip up there. What? And there's a ton of random things. So, I am going to share that story now, which is a little bit more well covered, but I'm going to kind of give a brief synopsis of it. But, basically, with the Jameson family, um... Bobby Jameson, his wife Sherilyn, and their six-year-old daughter seem to have been living their normal lives, and then all three of them suddenly disappeared from their home without any indication of where they had gone. Later, the family truck was found about an hour drive from their home, um, and the family had been recently in the area looking to buy 40 acres of land where they planned to live inside a storage shed that they had already owned. So they were kind of just, like, looking for a place to get off of the grid anyway. Uh, but the items that were in the truck seemed to indicate that the couple had not planned to be away from the truck long. They found their IDs, wallets, phones, the Sherilyn's purse, and the family dog, which was malnourished but still alive in the okay. backseat oh, of the trunk. Okay. I feel like we needed to do the dog die.com on this shit. I'm no. glad. Dog, <laughs> dog okay. It's dog traumatized. Thing. Dog okay. Also in the truck, they had found $32,000 in cash. Both of them were on disability at the time of their disappearance. And where they could have gotten that much cash or what they had intended to do with it was unknown. That's weird. They... <laughs> suspected at first that like that it was going to be drugs and that might have been why they disappeared but the money was still there and they also couldn't explain why they would have brought their daughter with them like right. to a drug deal right they searched the area couldn't find shit didn't find their bodies until three years later three years they found the partial skeleton remains of two adults and one child and they proved that it was the jameson family um the police then went back to the case and what's weird is that they only found this three years later it wasn't in like the initial investigation which was super weird but they had found a strange security video taken outside of the jameson family home of just them going back and forth, packing up all of their belongings, 
And um, just prior to their disappearance, Bobby Dale, like the father, had gone to his pastor and claimed that his house was haunted, saying that it had two to four ghosts in it. So, like, they were kind of already a bit crazy. Sherilyn had also purchased a satanic Bible, allegedly as a joke. <laughs> Something Kylo would do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, but either way, just like weird out of the norm things for them. But when the who police... says who says it's out of the norm? Uh, mostly because like they went to church religiously. It's very possible that someone could have been extremely religious and then in the dark could have been super into Satan. That is fair. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's a possibility, but... Anyway, there's a bunch of different theories about it. Um, One is that, like, they speculate that Bobby had driven his whole family into the woods and then it was just, like, a murder-suicide thing. Which I feel like is just, like, too, like, ah, yeah, this is definitely what happened. Right. Because yeah. they don't want to look into it more than, like, that's actually what happened. Sometimes when there's, like, they rule it as suicide slash murder-suicide, it seems a little too simple when it's yeah. more complicated. Um, there was also a hypothesis that Bobby Dale's father, Bobby Dean... I don't. I don't know why people name them. Did you say Bobby Dale and his Bobby father? Bobby Dale is... and his father, Bobby Dean. You did hear me correctly. Stop. I'm gonna jump off my roof. <laughs> I wish I could. Ooh. Um, okay. But anyway, uh, he had a protective order against him, against his like father, and um. People were thinking, like, oh, it, like, might have had to do something with him. But Bobby Dean had died just two months after the family went missing and had been in poor health for some time. But it's, like, he died, like, right after they went missing, which is just kind of... I don't know if it's, like, weird timing or just, like, he could have still been involved and then just like because he died we'll never have any information does it say how he died just of old age basically he had health problems going for a while going into it i don't believe old age is a death but okay you don't Um, believe old age is a death i believe it but not (laughs) not in situations like this well, that. people in weird situations can still have people in their family that die of old age. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but it is kind of weird. It is kind of suspicious. It is sus- suspicious. Suspicious, indeed. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, basically, somebody also... The, the whole roundabout thing, um, and that's about it. There's, like, some random theories of just, like, the murder-suicide, whether the dad was involved, whether his brother was involved because his brother had claimed that his father was either in the hospital or at rest at a rest home throughout that entire time. Um, 
And although he agreed that his father was a disturbed individual, he was not capable of being involved with the murders. But uh, anyway, a whole long thing about the Jameson family, basically just to say that there was another story of somebody who also ran into some weird shit in those woods. So the woods are haunted. The woods are haunted. Slash possessed. Mostly haunted. The trees but, yeah. are possessed. If I have a child and they ever are like, hey, do you have my birth certificate? I need to know what time I was born. I will tell them to run away. Josh, do you have your birth certificate? <laughs> no. Why? I don't need it. What it's you in mean? Storage. You it I is less birth safe. Certificate? It is less safe with me than it is at my parents' house. What do you need it for? Did you have your birth certificate? Well, because I needed I don't it know. To get you a may job. need it for something. Yeah, but it's at his parents' house. Mine was at my parents' house. I don't need my birth certificate to get a job. Joshua, you need your fucking... Every person should have their own birth certificate after they turn 18. That should just be a fucking given. Your parents should give you social security and your fucking birth certificate. Why don't you have those two things? Why do I need it? I feel like your birth certificate is necessary for you to have. For what? After you turn 18, your birth certificate and proving you're a citizen in any situation is your own responsibility, so why would you leave it with Do your you parents? Do you carry it around with you like it's no. your papers? No, no, no. I have it in the no. safe, but I have my own birth certificate. My mom doesn't. I have my own birth certificate. You should have your own birth certificate. Listen, if anyone's listening and they don't have their own birth certificate, get it. Don't leave it up to your parents. Get your own fucking shit. Because it may come in a time where you need it and you don't want to wait for your fucking parents to find it because they're like, oh, I don't know. It's in a I file where somewhere. It's at. I know exactly. It's in a safe with important documents. Yeah, Do I, totally should I buy a fucking safe for my one document? Yeah, yeah I have multiple documents sense. in my safe. I have my social security and my birth certificate and my checks. Oh, I just keep my social like security in my wallet. Joshua, that is so stupid. <laughs> Yeah, that is. I don't know. If my child ever comes to me and is like, "I need my birth certificate," I'm not keeping out of the birth certificate for some them. Some girl that. is asking me when I was born. I'm telling them to run. And if this podcast gets published, I will play this as the example, as the guiding light of this is the person that's asking for when you were born. You should yes. know. <laughs> astrology charts are important and i'm not gonna argue that you shouldn't run you should tell the woman you're seeing or the man you're seeing or the they that you're seeing your astrology chart if they want to know without any hesitation you should tell them if you feel comfortable telling them no one's entitled to information (laughs) why would they ask for your social security number only tell them because (laughs) (laughs) i'm not for a social security <laughs> messing for a fucking birthday and time <laughs> Josh was taking it to the extreme he's like crazy 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 um, did you not just not see yourself wilding out about extre- birth certificates here. <laughs> I, really I feel like everyone should have their own birth certificate over. And I really hope that your mind changes on how aggressive you are today. 
but I have to run away. So this was the weird and suspicious. Thank you for listening. Thanks I'm going to live in fear for the rest of my life. Have a you, great night. Have a good night. If I find out Josh's birth time and location, I'll let any girl know that wants to know. It is 1 p.m. And if you can, in Kalamazoo, if you can figure out, I have, I can tell you everything because I, I'm aware. I think May I'm twenty second. Yep, Gemini Moon, Gemini Sun. No, Gemini Sun, Gemini Sun. Leo Moon, Leo, Ooh. and Gemini Rising. Ooh, I don't know what any of this means, but I, Maybe. I've made the mistake, children. I've told people <laughs> the the time. You don't do it, Kyla. What's yours to end this? Don't make the mistake, Kyla. We don't have mine. You don't have to say your ta- your time and location. Just say your moon and rising. I don't. The birth certificate doesn't have the time on it. Like, it has, like, a time written, but it's mm. not something you can read in either of them. Like, you can't read the time. Well, ladies and gentlemen, do not date Kylie because she doesn't know her time and you don't want to date someone that doesn't know their full natal chart. <laughs> Have a great night. <laughs> my rising is Capricorn and my moon is Scorpio and my sun is Taurus. <laughs> Have a good night. I hate you.